Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. I'm here with Mr. Tate Matthews, my co-host. Tate, state wrestling duels this past weekend at the Ag Center. Uh, WCS well represented. Fell a little short of our prediction or predictions of state champions, but uh, having four teams there was pretty special. Four teams there, very special because that's the most we could have. Right, we maxed out. <laughs> there would have been others. And, yeah, man, uh, it's like you always say, shoot for the stars. And if you come up short, you might like what you where that's you right. end up. So, uh, you know, tough. But, gosh, just keep knocking on that door. We're going to get through sooner or later. And we already have with Fairview. I guess I'm saying in the, in the, in the higher, the bigger classification. Keep knocking on the door. We're going to get there. So we had Summit and uh, Brentwood in AA. Class A was Fairview and Page. And I'm going to tell you this, Tate. There's a lots of starts to events that are really exciting. But I don't know if, if there's any more exciting than when they, the announcer gets on there and says, we're going to start at weight class 138. And the first match is – and everybody's wrestling all over the place. It, it's pretty electric now. It, it really is. Yeah. It's not just two teams. It's lots of teams in there. Yeah. It's I, cool. I like – not you know, it's nothing against the individual, but I like the dual – State tournament better. I think it's just more. There's too much going on in the individual. You know, you got a lot. It's kind of like being at. I think we can say this. It's kind of like being in the sports book in Las Vegas, and you're trying to watch the Kentucky Louisville football game, right? But it's over on that TV, and you got all this other stuff going on, right? It's just too much. I love the duels, and uh, I think the Ag Center. Well, I guess they call it the Expo now. I think it's the perfect place for it. It's good. It really is good. All right, so let's just dive right in. We're going to start with Double A in the quarterfinals. Uh, the first match there, we start off Summit with a 52-21 win over Maryville. They totally dominated that particular match. Brentwood loses to eventual state runner-up Bradley Central, 48-22. Now we move to the semis. Summit and Cleveland, and you're talking about closing the gap. We've really closed it. In fact, Cleveland ends up winning the whole thing. Yes, Final score ends up being 33-28. That match was sort of back and forth. It was tied at 17 uh, through nine matches. But then Cleveland inched out ahead, 30-17. Then you start looking, okay, what matches are left? There were three matches left. Jarvis Little, you know we're going to do pretty well there. Yes. Landa DeSalle was the last match. And then in between there was Michael Posey. So you're like, mathematically, we got a shot here. Little wins in a major decision. We'll talk about the point system here in a little bit, but uh, it's very important. It's very important. 30 to 22. So he gets five points because he wins by 15 points. Not quite as good as a pin that would be six points, That's right. but he gets five. So now it's 30 to 22. Michael Posey's up next. He just needs to win to make it 30 to 24. Then it comes down to DeSalle. And I like our chances there. Yeah. Posey, great match, loses 5-3. And then that last match, they forfeit and ends up being 33-28. I would say this, that particular match, because this is great for Summit. They were so disappointed they lost. I feel like that's why Dobbins-Bennett beat them. Uh, You're the second person that I've heard say that in the last couple days. Uh, And that's that's a compliment to Summit in a way, saying they were so keyed in on winning this thing that they couldn't do it. And I would say this about Dobbins-Bennett. Dobbins-Bennett, I think, is that up-and-coming, 
oh, we're excited to be here and do any of this. So every match, I think they were probably dialed in mentally. Uh, and I'll say this, good on Brentwood. So Brentwood, after losing, they face Dobbins Bennett, who ends up being third eventually. It's a 36-36 tie. Now, I want to – there's been a lot of gems, Tate. But this may be the top gem. It really could. This week's gem. It went to the fifth tiebreaker. So they're tied at 36, and then you start going down this list of potential tiebreakers. So the first one is – did anybody have, like, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties? Uh, no. So there's the first tiebreaker. The second one, how many pins did you have? Both, team had, both teams had five. <laughs> so now we go to the third one. Did anybody have a major decision? That's eight points or more. No one. Any technical falls? That's 15. Uh, no, that's not going to break the tie. So they had to go to the fifth tiebreaker, which was this. Who scored the first point in the 14 matches? Right. Turns out Dobbins Bennett has nine first points in those 14 matches. They win. That's crazy, man. It's unbelievable. It really, really was. I hated it for Coach Smith and his crew. Uh, you know, uh, Jud Judson Jarrett had an 8-3 win. And then uh, our man, Arash, he has Danny. We've heard his name a lot this year. He gets a pin to tie it up at 36. So it's 36-27, they get the decision for three points, they get the pin, and then it's like this 15-minute discussion on what are we gonna do. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine. You, you, you liked that, Jim. That was unbelievable, that was really good. <laughs> but I, but I, don't, I don't doubt it, your research team, uh, they're, they're, they're- I gotta give Charles Pulliam some credit too, he was on it. Yeah, he's on it, he, 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 he's always on it. He, he gave a great um, breakdown of the scoring Saturday on the radio. I was, he's he's really good and because it is. There's strategy that goes into it, and and it does matter, right? So like, um, but I've never heard of that. <laughs> I've I don't I'm gonna tell you this. I don't think I've seen a tie since I've been in this position. Probably, it's very rare that there's a tie. You hate for um, I've never had to do it. You're a coach, and I bet you've never had to even have something like this. I, I hate that Coach Smith had to break that to the young men. Hey, boys, we're done, and here's why. <laughs> what would They be, scored first in more matches. What would be a better, did. like, on-the-mat decision? Well, I don't know because – Because during that 15 minutes, they could have wrestled. Right. But who would it be? Yeah, right. Then And then – so somebody's going to have to go out there and wrestle again – that team has another match. Dobbins Bennett wrestled, what, one more team dual match or maybe two? I don't know. Two. Yeah, so that's pretty tough. And, you know, they did. They wrestled 14 matches on the mat. It's, still it's nuts. It's I, nuts. But you know what I think is pretty cool? I, I bet most teams don't know that, that, that the number one tiebreaker was misconduct points. So that means had a kid slam somebody – and an assistant coach popped off and got one. I mean, there's... I've seen that happen in matches. And I guarantee you, people that have... Right. The most common one I've seen is the trash talking after they won a match. Exactly. That's the most common one. Now, I've think seen. about... You, you think that would um, deter some of that if, if they knew that was the number one tiebreaker? I guarantee you, if you took a poll, most of them don't know that's the number one tiebreaker. I bet it will now. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> 
So let's hey, talk. But, but that, 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 that's pretty tough. You, you were talking about Judson's 8-3 uh, win and then uh, Arash's win. You were there. Yes. It gets exciting when it comes down it, to it like that. I'm it? just telling you, it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. And I love the – and most people probably don't know this. You flip a coin to see who puts the wrestler out first because in the duels they'll bump them up right. in weight class. So you've got that advantage of getting the coin flip, which – really came into play with that Fairview match there at the end. At least that's what the coaches talked about and the, uh, and maybe some of the athletes. So let's talk about this. Now, Summit, like 20 minutes after losing a heartbreaker, they're planning on trying to win a state championship. Now they've got Dobbins Bennett, who's waiting for them. And Dobbins Bennett really just kind of kept that thing going. They beat Summit 32-31. Summit won four of the last five matches. But the final match... Uh, at 132, a loss for Patrick Brew there for Centennial ended up being the difference. So uh, the thing I loved about it, after it was over, Coach Miller and the Summit wrestlers, there wasn't we're satisfied being here. I I'm telling you, I don't know when it's going to happen, but they're going to break. Heck, it might happen in three weeks in the individual, yeah. in the traditional. But they like the duels. Oh, yeah. They, they really do. And I, I love them. I really do. Cleveland beats Bradley 36-27 in the final. Dobbins-Bennett finished third. Okay, let's talk about the Class A tournament. The quarterfinals, Fairview lost a tough one to Soddy Daisy, 36-30. Uh, a major decision at 126 clinched it uh, for Soddy Daisy. Page lost to the eventual champion, Knox Halls, 34-27. Uh, they won 36-35 in their final over Signal Mountain. I didn't I don't know how it happened, but that's pretty – that's Nor pretty, do you care. No, I don't care. I care less. <laughs> uh, in the consolation, this was kind of a bummer. And the reason they were in the same brackets, they're not in the same region. Brentwood right. Summit ended up being in different brackets because they're in the same region. Fairview Page, not in the same region. Right. So what ends up happening, uh, Fairview against uh, Page, and I give it to Page now. Page got beat earlier in the year. I think it was 48-25. It was 33-30 in this yeah. particular match. Uh, lighter weights were the difference for Fairview. They really dominated those matches. Ronan O'Connell had a big pin at heavyweight. For Paige, I wanted to mention that because, you know, Ronan has not decided to, you know, spend all his energies on one sport, which I know you think he probably should. Well, I mean, if he wants to. Oh, that's right. He's got a <laughs> Coach Heupel offering him at the University of Tennessee. And Coach Heupel likes the fact that he wrestles. He also likes the fact that he plays both ways, so – that let's let's get that out of there too. Oh, I just need to play offensive line. I might get hurt. No, they like that. They like seeing them on both sides of the ball. They like seeing them compete on the mat. Uh, better hands, better feet, and and Ronan, man, he, I, I I can't speak to the heavyweights next year. So that would be, I'd be talking about something I don't know about. But don't be surprised if the way he keeps getting better. Don't be surprised if he doesn't end up winning a state championship next year. It's great. Yeah. Fairview, after that match, they rolled up Tullahoma. No pun intended. 42-21. And then they get Soddy Daisy again. Ends up being the same result, 36-30. Fairview actually led 18-3. They got pins from Malachi Bennett, Bo Sanderson, Kendrick Curtis. Uh, they lost two overtime matches, 2-20 and 2-85. Uh, here, here's what was cool, though. And I just – I love that program, obviously, at, at Fairview – uh, they finished in the top four for the fourth, fourth year. Yeah. year in a row. So they go runner-up, champion, fourth, fourth. 
Do we think Fairview's got a pretty good program or what? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's a program now. It is. That's what he's done. 12 I, seniors, but they'll be good next and year. And I would love to know um, – I would love to know enrollment-wise out of all those teams where Fairview stacks. doesn't matter. It doesn't make Coach – Derek and the Yellow Jackets feel any better, but I bet they're one of the smaller smaller enrollments. Here's what I, I I agree with you, but here's what I love, and I know he's watching. Coach Derek is. Coach Derek's never thought about it. No, he's not going to speak about it because he doesn't care. I know. When he got to Fairview, he said we're going to have a great wrestling program, and he's right. And they were probably wrestling in the flipping. No, they weren't. They had the wrestling. Room. I think they were. Weren't they wrestling up on that stage? In the yeah. Okay, I was going to say the cafeteria, <laughs> but he didn't give a rip. No, he never mentioned it. Hey, yeah. And his assistants are great. I mean, it's just I, – I, I, the fans are great. I just – Fairview Wrestling is fun. Heck, yeah. It it's is. a lot of fun. Yeah. And, by the way, speaking of Fairview Wrestling, uh, you know, there's some talk out there that Dr. Qual's boy, Major, who was wrestling – McCray. He, uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Major, Major's, Major's freshman. Sorry. I know the difference, Dr. Qualls. <laughs> McCray, who was wrestling during the year at 65-pound bantamweight. Yes, he advances to a big-time tournament uh, this past week, and there's talk that maybe he might be looking at the Fairview program. Well, I've been seeing videos. <laughs> uh, I've been seeing videos on, on, on the iPhone, and 65 pounds, Bantam weight, and he's been placing, doing very well in the tournaments. He had to bump up and do a higher division oh. this week uh, or this past weekend. Still had a pin in there, but... Had to bump up in a little bit higher division, but he is definitely a, a, a young man that the wrestling coaches have their eyes on. Z uh, I don't know if zone the right word. Uh, uh, on track to be a Thompson Station Thunder, but but where it is on the street, Coach Derek and the Fairview Yellow Jacket <laughs> Wrestling Team. And, Coach, they drive past Fairview every day on 840 on the way to school. So, Well, as you know, Dr. Qualls parked his own car there for about five straight years. Uh, in fact, I think they had to put it up on blocks at some point. <laughs> it just kind of sat there in the parking lot. So it may have been actually to start. Uh, he's we're not trying be, to get a recruiting controversy no, going. Just, but We're just calling it like we said. He's going to be a dude. <laughs> Better be ready. <laughs> NIL, I don't know. Maybe start getting your NIL package ready. <laughs> it was great. Hey, no, seriously, man, he's, he's going to be good. No, he is. He's tough. He, he got that kid on his back, turned him over, <laughs> pounced on him, locked him up, got up on his toes. Now, he, the, I, I did see his first win. He might get a misconduct penalty. Well. He kind of overly celebrated. He's getting it confused with sports I wonder, entertainment. I wonder where he gets that. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little hoops. So, again, our wrestling programs, great job. We're proud of you. Looking forward to that individual tournament, which will get cranking up here pretty soon and then ends into February again out there at the, I'm going to call it the Ag Center. That's what I call it. I, I don't I'm know sorry, why they change. That's right. It's Ag Center to us. I know there's dirt at the bottom and they have like uh, calf roping, so <laughs> it's the Ag Center to me. Be careful, man. Well, they, do, they do. It's what they do out there. I know. I'm just saying. Listen, <laughs> listen, we go through the. I'm going to get some emails I'm from here. a small town. <laughs> I keep saying this. I can say what I want when it comes to that because I'm. It's my people. Gotcha. <laughs> Let's talk a little hoops, Tate. We're going to start with the WCTV game of the week. We're going to do it a little different this week. We're going to talk about both games at the same time: okay. the girls and the boys. Yep. We'll start with girls. Forty-eight 
21, Nolensville over Centennial. Just too much firepower there for Coach Ladd and his crew. Uh, if you look at their stats, you know, several people contributing. Uh, Addison Weeman, 14 points, 8 rebounds, 3 blocks. Then you see Washington with 9 points and 3 boards. Galloway, 8 points, 3 assists. Hunter, 8 points, 9 rebounds, 3 blocks. You know what those four have in common? Underclassmen? Yeah, none of them seniors. It's looking pretty you, good. You've been on this for a while now. I've been on it. I've been on it. I've been on it. Hey, by the way, Tate, I think it's a great time for us to look at this week's WCTV Play of the Week. <laughs> oh, it's a tip. Oh, Rigsby intercepts the pass, drives oh. it up. The young freshman goes up with the finger roll. And yeah. look at that. Rigsby with the finger roll in. Draws the foul, the end one. Backyard basketball with uh, Coach Capella. That's right. Challenging. Bringing her. Philly style back in here. <laughs> Speaking of underclassmen, a steal and a make and one. Brennan Rigsby. Amen. Making it happen on both ends of the court. You're right, Coach Ladd, former, I think he might be an Overton Bobcat Hall of Famer. Oh, I didn't know he's a Hall of Famer. He might be. He's, his picture's up on the wall. Uh, He's got these young young ladies playing really, really well. He does, and the WCTV crew, uh, intern Lance and the crew, told me that uh, it was their first trip to Nolensville for a basketball game. Johnny O. Oh, Nolensville. Yeah, really? For, for Nolensville, yeah. Huh, hard to believe. So I thought that was cool. Uh, boys game, 53-41, Centennial over Nolensville. Centennial yes. with the win. Uh, Centennial led 28-20 at the half, and they sort of kept it there. Uh, Coach Moore's squad again. Three in double figures, Dominic Reed, Malachi Moore, Luke Burnett. But I, 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 non-region or non-district game, so it's fine. I like where Coach Gadice and his group yeah. is headed. Uh, we'll talk about what that looks like coming up tournament time here in just a bit. Playing everybody really close. Yeah, and getting some wins too. Yep. Ravenwood and Independence. Uh, so the girls team at Ravenwood, they've, they've hung in there, Coach James and his crew. They get their first district win of the season on Tuesday night over Columbia, and then they come right back and they defeat Independence at Independence. It was third district loss in a row for Indy. Playing well when it matters. And one of the things that everybody kept saying about Ravenwood, and they were right, and we got four people back who've played a lot. It hadn't really translated on the court into wins, but it's a tournament sport. Yeah. Who knows? Well, and, and, and I, for so long you had two players – that they knew, and it, it, it's, it's easy to do, especially in high school, that they knew, hey, man, just sit back and let her take care of this, you know? And I, so I think this year they've been having to figure out they don't have that, uh, and now it's up to them to start stepping up and making some of those plays. So, And sometimes that takes into about this time of year, right before the tournament, before you figure it out. So, yeah. And did Columbia, uh, did Columbia beat them earlier in the year? That's I think right. Th yeah. So... Nice win, playing better. Flynn I mean, and and uh, Columbia, yeah, and then they came back and get the Independence. So, um, and Indian like beat them too. Indian beat them too. But both of those in the rubber match, uh, not in the rubber match, in the rematch, they've gotten the wins. Flynn, Garai, Prestigard, Rail, all with nine or more points for Indy. Eden Oates with nine. Savannah C eight on the boys' side. Another good matchup. Number one ranked. Independence in the AP poll clinched the district, moved to 24 and 3. Now, this is no secret. Something that's happening. People are trying to slow it down a little bit against Indy 
uh, and Coach Wilkins and his crew. Uh, Indy goes to a one-three-one, trying to maybe speed the game up a little bit, trapping a little more, taking a few more chances. Uh, Ravenwood ends up with twenty-three turnovers. That's pretty good because Ra Ravenwood they don't turn it over like that. On that particular night, they did. So you got to credit the Indy defense and something else uh, that I like too. Four or five in the first quarter, shooting threes for Ravenwood. Two for fourteen the rest of the way. Sometimes what happens when you play a different defense, especially if it's zone and people hit threes. Oh, my gosh, we got to – Indy stayed with what their plan was for the game. They stuck with it. Worked out okay for them. So they outscored Ravenwood 23-11 uh, during the second and third quarter. I think it was 16-15 Ravenwood early on. I got that lead out to 48-32 with four minutes left. I think a lot of people maybe were surprised thinking that would go down to the – to the end. So really, well, that and score. And it did the first time. It did the first time. That score may be a little, seems a little bit closer. They had it in hand, uh, really, with four minutes to go. But listen, I guarantee you, Coach Wilkins and that group, they don't want to see Ravenwood again. They'd be a nightmare to play in the tournament. They've been a nightmare for everybody this year. They have. Hey, have they shown the 1 3 1 much this year? They no, haven't. Have they? Yeah. they hadn't. But, you know, the, he's wanting to speed it up. Yeah. The 2-3 zone maybe didn't feel like he could speed it up. And, and Coach Wilkins, listen, he's when he was at South Gibson, that was their thing. So it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing uh, trying to change over to a 1-3-1. Jet Montgomery, 23 points. Tylen Lewis, 13. Rocco Lamuno, uh, 16. And Brett Shelby with 12. I'm still going to say this about Andy. I know I keep saying it. For them to go as far as they want to go, Matthew Whip, I think he and Bradley Stewart, in my mm. opinion, are the key. They're getting what they're getting from Montgomery and Lewis every game. But Witt and I think Stewart off the bench. Yeah, he's a nice player. He's a nice player. He, he could, at some schools, he'd be the leading scorer. So, no doubt about it. But, hey, uh, nothing, nothing wrong with coming off the bench. Uh, is Manu, Manu in the Hall of Fame? Ginobili, he will be. Yeah, he'll be a Hall of Fame. Yeah. Hey, man, when you got a good six-man six – which, no doubt. That's a heck of a uh, boost. McHale for the Celtics was a six-man for a long time. Yes. So, that um, doesn't matter. Ranked number one in the AP poll. You were always good at whatever, whatever it was, man. You were good at manipulating it, taking it, run with it. I don't know that you manipulate this, but, but some people, like I know some coaches, they'd hate that. Oh, gosh. I, I wouldn't hate it. I know. That's, so, what I'm saying is, what, what, what do you do with that? Because Wilkins is... A lot like you. I would say, first of all, and we've looked. I don't know if we've ever had a team ranked number one in the AP poll. Dr. Qualls said he didn't think. I don't remember it. I don't remember it either. I'd say that this is awesome. People are recognizing what kind of program we had. Now, let's prove them right. Yeah. I wouldn't. No. You kidding? Well, you only won eight games? You'd rather do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, I think I told you this, with rivalry games. I know a lot of people do different things. When I first started out at Beach, big rival was Hendersonville. And I kind of stayed away. And then I remember asking the team. I'll never forget this. Hey, guys, we're playing uh, Hendersonville on Friday. Let me ask you all a question. Does this like any other game for you? And they didn't want to answer because they thought I was going to. And they're like, no. I was like, of course it's not. It's, it's the rival. Now, it counts as one. And when it's over, we've got to move on either way. But, of course, it means more to you. Right. I don't think you can run from those things. You can't trick kids. You can't. I don't think you can trick an eight-year-old. <laughs> Although, Mr. Cardwell used to tell me, like, boy, if you can't have my smart as 16-year-old, you need to do something else. It's good. It's another story for another time. But that's, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I started thinking back going, oh, I've been outsmarted a few, <laughs> few times. Really smart 16-year-olds. 
especially here. Hey, Brentwood at Franklin. Uh, the girls' game, I think, went pretty much as planned. Uh, for, uh, Brentwood jumped out to a 27-8 lead. They really never looked back. Brentwood had nine threes. Franklin won. Brentwood four in double figures. Uh, Keating Rendon. Jarrett. Judson's brother, your, sister. Your, your people. That's Morris right. and Ryan all in double digits. Franklin, hey, this was a bright spot. Cecily Brandemore, post player, freshman, 19 points. Let's go. Yeah, she's got a she's got a future. Now, the, the, the one that surprised me was the boys' game. Not that Franklin won, but it felt like they were in control the whole game. Uh, Brent Franklin's playing pretty good right now. Yeah, the, well, we talked about that, right? They Something was not quite right, but still too much talent there for it to not get right. And, and, and you know, they had to figure – Things changed, right? And so they had to figure it out. Looks, And we knew sooner or later they were. Looks like they're getting ready to get that thing back on track. They're going to be a heck of an outcome the tournament. Um, you know, Brentwood, is, it's tough, you know, but you got to find a way. We're going to have to find some points to go with Cochran's. Can't just rely on him. Yeah. And then I know Hillsborough got him. Uh, but is anybody playing better on the girls' side, including Paige, than Brentwood right now? No. Yep. No, they're playing really well. They can score. They can score. Uh, Sam and Jack Medalli, 41 points in the, from the family. 23 from Sam, 18 for Jack. You talked about Daniel Cochran uh, leading all scores with 21. But when you're scoring 21 of the 41, they need somebody else yes. uh, to step up. And, and, again, Brentwood will be dangerous in the tournament for sure. Another stat that surprised me, only 10 threes on the night. Franklin scores 63 points and only hits six threes. They were scoring in other ways, scoring in the mid-range game, scoring around the basket a little bit. Uh, I was impressed with them. Yes. Really, really good the, game. The, 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 the low amount of threes, that was probably dictated by Brentwood, right? Yes. And, and the way they play defense, they sort of make you do what they want you to do. Franklin was just able to do right. that. Sometimes when you take that away, it leaves this open and – that's right. They you got advantage of it. You know, it's kind of like I heard uh, Jay Wright, the former coach at Villanova. I was watching a game this week, and I thought just, it just stuck out to me, him saying he was talking about a team, you know, being pressed. He's like, forget the offense. They're going to press you. Go there Go. and score fast. Score yeah. fast. Don't worry about getting down there. Then let's run the O. Let's make them pay for pressing you. Score as quickly as we can if that's what it requires, and maybe they'll get out of it. Easier said than done, by the way. Right. Hey, let's look at the uh, – Standings here. So I've got the – we're looking at the 11-4A and 12-4A, and we're going to talk about Paige and Fairview here in just a second. But on the girls' side, uh, in the 11-4A, you've got Hillsborough 6-0, Brentwood 6-1. They're going to be 1-2, but they play again. Yep. So probably going to come, come down to a coin flip. What well, will if Brentwood, Is that number one? If, if Brentwood wins. Is that the number one time? Well, it'll be all that other stuff that's not going to – Right. It's not going to work out. It's going to end up being a coin flip. You know, it's head-to-head, -head, which will be tied, then go down through where they've only, only lost one game and to no one else. So, Does it come down to – is there one in there who, who scored first in the most amount of Gosh, eight I quarters? Or like football, it's your total record and you could have just scheduled someone that couldn't play. I hate that one too. Uh, and then you've got Franklin. I'm going to give Franklin credit now. They, they're left. Their last game's with Overton, so believe me, they're going to win that. They're going to end up 4-4 four and four, where I thought those three were similar. So give Coach Hahn credit. Uh, they're hanging right in there. On the girls' side in 12-4A, Nolensville has it clinched yep. 
which again, who would have thought that this time of year? And then it gets really messy. You've got three and three Columbia, three and four Indy, two and four Summit, two and five Ravenwood. Uh, I think mathematically just about anybody could still finish second when you look at the schedules that are left. Yeah, and, and I think, I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure this is what it looks like to me. Columbia's sitting there second with three and three, but it looks like all those, they won all of them in the first game. And it looks like they're getting beat the second yeah. go-round. Yeah. So look look to them to continue that trend down. Well, the they've court. got Indy and Owensville left. Well, I can tell you they're not beating Owensville. They're losing one more. You can forget least. that in that Indy game. So now yeah. if they go to three and five, that would put Indy at four and four. But then you still have Ravenwood has Summit. So that game's going to matter. Yep. And Summit has Owensville and Ravenwood. So can you – and it's possible. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but could you imagine if Summit and Ravenwood played in the 4-5 game? In my opinion, when the season started, I thought that was one and two. Right. But I think any of those could potentially win. I think Coach Ladd would tell you that too. That just because they've got six wins, he's like, these other teams could beat us. Uh, let's look at the boys' side. So you've got Hillsboro. I'm going with the Knights on that one. They're, they're, yeah, I'm with them. <laughs> I don't, know that I, I don't know that I agree with okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I saw you had a kind of a funny look like, okay. That's why I threw Coach Ladd thought that so you wouldn't think I was a total idiot. <laughs> Coach Ladd, I'm dragging you into this. Uh, Hillsboro on the boys' side, 6-0. and Centennial, 4-2. and Franklin, 4-3. and And they've got Overton left, so they're going to be 5-3. and And then Brentwood, Overton, they'll be in that 4-5 game. So if you look at who's left, Centennial has Hillsboro and Overton. So if they could knock off uh, Hillsboro, that would that would go a long way in well, them that, finishing. That, that Centennial Hillsboro game will be a slugfest. It'll be a great at Centennial, and it'll be low scoring at Centennial, which I think is important. I do too. Uh, on the on the other side, you got Independence. They've got it wrapped up at seven and zero. Ravenwood looks like they're going to finish second at four and three. Then you've got Nolansville, Columbia Central Summit. Now I like Nolansville's schedule. They've got at Columbia and Summit at home, so they could end up four and four. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Ravenwood finishing, so they need to take care of Summit, but uh, I feel like Ravenwood will finish second when it's all said and done. I feel like they'll they'll take care of Summit. I think he I think Coach Whitlock would be very happy with that. He'll take that. He'll definitely take that. Hey, let's talk about uh, Page and Fairview results. Page girls with a tough overtime loss. That would surprise me. What's well, the second time they've lost? It's a good team. Forty-eight uh, forty at Lincoln County. Braley Bushman, who's playing great, as good as anybody really in the county. Twelve points, eight rebounds, four assists. Fairview, congratulations. Now you think about this: they snap a six-game losing streak, so obviously they weren't feeling great about themselves. And they had lost at home by twenty-four points. What do they do? They go on the road and they win at White House Heritage. 54-43. Congratulations to Coach McGowan and those girls. Because, listen, when you're practicing and getting beat, it's no fun, man. No. You're having, shooting, you're having to do shooting contests and some other things to keep them, <laughs> to keep them interested. It's, it is – listen, not winning is not easy. No. It's not. But they've stayed with it, and that was a really nice win. That's not an easy road trip either. The only good thing about going to White House Heritage <laughs> – I mean, And I mean the only good thing. <laughs> Is on the way home, you get to stop by Sad Sam's and get some snacks for the jaunt back down I-65 South. If Sad Sam's all you're bringing out, that's rough. <laughs> You'd be sad, Darren, if you lived in what, whatever that is, 
Now you can Pineville or <laughs> you can cut through Greenbrier there. And there's a, there's some really cheap gas there. <laughs> I forget the station, but I feel like it's not branded either. <laughs> no, it's not. Because it's, it's not gas. A lot of but, water in it. A lot of water in it. Great job, Lady Yellow Jackets. Something uh, to build on. Boyside, Coach Street and his crew, eight in a row, eight and zero in district play. A fifty-two forty-five win at Lincoln. Isaac Power, the sophomore, with twenty-four points. Grant Snyder, seventeen. Let me tell you something I like about Paige. Besides them winning, they've got a lot of games where they're behind. Yeah. Whether it be away or home, and they hang right in there, and they're a pretty young team. Yes. But they're still winning those games, so they've got that thing rolling. I don't think they're getting talked about enough. I don't know. Maybe that's the way they want it. But and the other thing I've noticed too is they got a lot of close games, overtime games. But they're eight no. Eight no in the league. Find a lot of different ways to win. Fairview, forty two fifty three loss at White House Heritage. Uh, they won by twenty in their first meeting. It's their first district loss. And I'm gonna say this. I don't think this is bad. I, I, I really don't. And Coach McCoy wasn't happy. He's calling his team out like didn't get it done. I think it's just – listen, I, I'd rather learn a lesson after a win personally. But you can lose sometime and it be okay. Yeah. Th this is going to be fine. They've got a big matchup with Cheatham County this week. I, I bet they roll. I think Cheatham County's in trouble. I think they're – now, there's got to be somewhere good to eat up there to celebrate the win. Well, we've talked about this. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Stratton's used to be, a, I mean, a money spot. Not so much now. Well, that's, we talked about that in football. They don't even have Stratton's anymore and the creek will cut fries, so it's not worth going. Uh, which way would you come home? My guess is, you know, come home back like through maybe White you, Bluff. and Maybe you could visit the home of Trish Summit on the way home. Maybe that'd be. Hey, did you, did you hear about that? They were, they were, not, uh, no, that was at UT Martin. Never. They were talking about that, that guy. There was a coach there. They were going to put, he wanted to put turf in that gym. And they said, no, that's the, that's the court. Oh. Uh, Pat Head played on. Notice Pat yeah. Head. Yes. So the guy went out and uh, painted, he was, he was putting in the triple option. So he wanted the, the pathway of the backs <laughs> and, the, and the pitch relationship. He painted them on the court. Not a, he's, he's not there anymore. He got fired. <laughs> Stay in your lane, buddy. Stay in your lane. <laughs> know, know your role. So don't but, mess with Trish Head, Pat Head, Pat Head, whatever you, Pat, what, don't mess. Don't, don't, don't mess. Don't mess with that legacy. Hey, one final thing I wanted to mention because we're talking hoops. WMAA, obviously we're part of TSSAA now. Yes. Want to congratulate the Thompson Station girls. They made it to the Final Four in the 2A, Class 2A sectionals. Uh, the Legacy Boys lost in the final to Upperman. Upperman's a tough out because it's the same group from like the time yes. they're. And they take basketball very serious. Very serious. In fact, uh, uh, my man Bobby McWilliams sent me a text. Want to know if I didn't know what he was talking about at first. I thought he was talking about. Uh, does anybody know? Can you get me in contact with the Legacy Boys coach? But he meant the scouting report, which I I saw on a no. on a scout report. <laughs> Now, if we can switch film, sure, but, I mean, we're not, we're not yeah. doing that. Uh, hey, and Bobby's wife, Dana. About 800 wins. And her name's – she's still coaching there, and her name's on the court. Hey, Bobby, honey, uh, get the stuff and let's go to the house. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> In script right there. It looks like they did with, with – He's won about 600. I know. Yeah, they're a good duo. Triple uh, A, Brentwood Boys – they win the sectional. They go to the state tournament for the second year in a row. 42-39 win over Brentwood, who had, or excuse me, over Blackman, 
who had beaten Grassland in a classic 65-63. Brentwood takes on Mount Juliet in the semis. Where's this being played? Do you know? Uh, Stewart's Creek. Wow. No, I'm saying that wrong. I'm saying that wrong. Maybe it's two places. Anyway, I'll think of it as soon as we're off there. Coach Haas getting it done. Oh, I'm glad we – I mean, are we – are we going to be able to compete in the T T double S M A, T M S double A? T M S double A. They'll they'll be trying to kick they're, us. They're going to wish. Hey, why'd we let these guys in? You know what's cool though, and I think this is a direct reflection of us joining Metro Nashville joined, which I think is great. Memphis, I think, is like the only large school district that's not really in it now. They'll they'll come on. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Can't. It's nice to play somebody different. Yes, heck yeah. I mean, let's let's play some different people here instead of I, us all the time. Yeah, I guarantee you the, the teams that have been in it. It's fun. They're 100% glad that we did. It's fun. It's fun. Tate, thanks for joining me. Yeah, man. We're going to talk about next week. Thank you for joining us for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.